right. Ooh. That was a loud one. That was a really good one. Um, so I don't have anything to drink. I just brought my vape. <laughs> you ready? Hold on. Just turn it on. <laughs> That's some weed. It's 50% weed, 50% CBD. So, Are you so happy to have substances back? I mean, yeah, it was funny. I told my nurse, she was like, I just want you to take a break, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to drop acid on my birthday this year. Mm-hmm. She was like, excuse me? Bitch, you know. Whatever. You know. Whatever. Like, she's not taking Molly and getting railed every weekend. Yeah, don't lie to us. Like, come on, bitch. Come on. So I broke my favorite pen that says, what essential oil makes you go away? And that's important. I've been sitting here watching you tinker with it. I know. I really fucked up. The spring is what happened. So it broke apart on a call, flew everywhere. And then I couldn't find the spring that allows it to be clickable and like all that. Can you (sighs) take one out of a a different pin that you don't like? I don't really like as useful as a knitted condom. So I might use that. That one's (laughs) not as like. That's not as I love what essential oil makes you go away. Anyways, this is Kaylee. This is Corey. And we're, we're the the <laughs> We're the angry struggle bus infertiles. Amen. Like, I mean, I'm surprised I haven't jumped off a cliff, and that's no exaggeration. Honestly, I think you should um try it. <laughs> <laughs> Loki, Kaylee, you should it. have an award for not doing it, but sure, go for it. I'll oh my god, that's what that's what Jess said to me today. I sent her the. Oh, by the way, I'm drinking chocolate milk out of a mug. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's a big ass mug too. It's actually not. It's actually really small. It's super annoying. Like because it's all therm thermosy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't know. It's not enough. But I, there's never enough with chocolate milk for me. Um, we've been gone for we a been. while. We have been. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, lo siento. Um, Shit's just a little cray. Shit's just really hard right now. Yeah. Everything is really heavy and hard and angering and yeah. just fucking, like, I honestly feel like I'm in an acid bath for my soul. Oh, And my fuck. soul is slowly dissolving. Do you ever watch the movie Volcano? Side note, one of my favorite movies growing up. No. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to set the scene for you real quick. Give it to me. So the guy from um from uh Mrs. Doubtfire that the wife ends up starting to date and you all hate and he's like yes. hot and he comes out. Okay. Yes. James Bond guy. So yes. he's in it. And I think this is Volcano or it has another name, but Essentially, what I'm getting at is there's this volcanic eruption and all of the hot springs turn into acid lakes because they are off-gassing what's happening in this volcano. So they turn into like sulfuric acid lakes and they have to cross it on this boat to try to get to their car and the boat's dissolving in the acid. And I remember just being like, you guys are fucked, like (laughs) seven-year-old Kaylee. (laughs) 
And I loved this shit. Like any natural disaster movie, I was here for. <laughs> and are you taking a picture of me? Because you're so excited right now. And it's oh my adorable. God, I love these movies. I wish everyone so, could see you. <laughs> so they're like paddling across this lake. It's bubbling with acid. There's kids in the boat and there's grandma, dad, and mom. Okay. And they are so not going to make it. So granny's the first to go. They're not going to make it. And they see they're only like 10 feet from shore. And guess what fucking happens? Do they try to swim it? Granny is like, I'm going to do this. And she jumps out. I called it. She's screaming, walking them across the lake. And she dies. Okay. I didn't think Granny was going to die because of that. But I did think she would die first. And I did call it. And Spoiler alert. It's so burned in my brain of watching her hold the front of the boat with her family in it, moaning realizing that she's dying to save her family. That's how I feel right now. I am grandma in that fucking sulfur acid lake, and I'm just dragging along my Ari, my husband, societal expectations, my expectations of myself, and I'm like, I'm going to kill myself in this process. That's what's basically happening. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's probably the most accurate portrayal of how I feel right now, even though I've never <laughs> seen this movie. So I feel like we're on the it. same page. I do kind of want to watch it. I want to watch Granny die in the acid. I don't know why. I think it'll bring me enjoyment. That's my favorite part of that movie. <laughs> I'm, I mean, we, you, both Granny. Know, we both know how fucked up we are. Like, yeah, th- I think Lee was, I was laughing so hard this week and Lee was like, what are you laughing at? And I was like, Corey's laughing so hard at the text I just sent. Like, I know she's oh laughing God. at it. What did and you text me? I remember laughing my fucking you're ass like, off. We were oh. talking about what's going wrong in my bad batch of embryos and, like, all this shit. And you're like, is there anything, like, that you can do for that? And I yeah, was like, and you were like, die. Die. <laughs> <laughs> just die. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I know. Okay. Real suicide is not funny, but fake hysterical suicide is so funny to me this is how i cope with it yeah cope with the fact that i kind of want to kind of want to dabble in it i said something i don't remember i was having a just a random conversation with my maintenance supervisor today and he was saying something about getting old and i was like i don't even want to get there and he was like well you can't do anything about it i was like i sure can he was like well what are you gonna do i was like kill myself (laughs) yeah and he, the the worry on his face he was just like oh. and i was like i'm kidding i'm kidding yeah. people i'm just saying i don't want to get old that's all yeah. i'm saying yeah also like this is in i have control over whether or not i allow that to happen and it's not plastic surgery or ai it's just a good old heroin overdose yeah or a little <laughs> dive off a little cliff a little head first <laughs> into mm-hmm. oncoming traffic yeah, I mean, there's Maybe. options. <laughs> little, little gunshot one to the fucking noggin, you know? Little screwdriver or ice pick in the temple. There's options. <laughs> oh, <laughs> real life operation. But it's okay, though, because I'm an organ donor. Mm-hmm. I'd be helping someone. Essentially, we're giving back. Essentially, we're gi- we're giving the biggest donation to charity. Yeah, because then also they'd get all my perfect fucking embryos, you cunts. Yeah. I mean, Ugh. you might not be able to use my liver. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but the rest of it <clears throat> so okay. we're in a really good place mm-hmm. sell my sell my implants on the black market make some money <laughs> we're in a we're in a great place yeah i am like i've spent today on and off crying i spent this month on and off crying um and i'm just like getting real close to my limit my threshold is like i used to think like there was no limit and Mm -hmm. now i'm like nah i'm getting real fucking close yeah yeah i feel like it's like you keep you get to your limit and you're like this is it i can't do anymore and then you give yourself a pep talk and you're like i'm gonna get through this i'm gonna get through this i'm gonna get through this and then when you end up at your limit again, it's like you've already exceeded your other limit. And you're like, how am I even here right now? I should be yeah. crumbling and dying right now. This is it. This is the actual limit. And it's just like a fucked up game you keep playing, just like jumping over the line and seeing how far you can get all well, breaking down your mental fortitude. Is that a word? Yeah. Yep. You said that perfectly. That was very yeah, eloquent. Did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm so um, smart. See, so I was like, I don't have a limit. Literally, I think I'm incredible. I think I'm borderline superhero quality. <laughs> I don't head. anymore. I used <laughs> to think I was that way. No, me either. And now, like, with all this shit, I'm like, okay, hold up. Yeah. Something's going wrong here. Like, something something, something bad's happening outside of something's in retrograde or some shit. I'm in fucking retrograde. I think I am. I don't even know what retrograde is, but apparently it's bad. Apparently we are retrograde. We are we the are. manifestation of retrograde in it. itself. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, it's just hard. And like, I am, when I get really frustrated, I start crying. But the, here's the thing. It takes a lot to get me really frustrated. Um, I usually am just angry and then I get frustrated and then I just start crying and wanting to murder people. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, just like I said, right before we started recording, I am not having a Baja blast right now. Um, the level of tired that I still am. I thought like, I really thought it was going to be like. I was going to start this job and then like I would adjust quickly because I was used to a high stress job. I've always been used to a high stress job and I don't know. This fucking place needs like an exorcism or something like this place. Just <laughs> shit keeps going wrong. Dude, the, the storm there, the leaks in the ceiling, yeah. that's not a leak. That was a flood. Yeah. It was a burst of pipe that flooded everywhere. It It's, it's been a, a whole thing. Um, And just the fact, like, I feel like my body, like, my body and my brain should have adjusted by now, like, to having to think like I do. Like, I don't feel like this is, I don't think it's harder than my last job, but I think it's just, like, different things that I'm thinking about Mm -hmm. than my last job. But, like, I feel like I should not be this tired. I honestly was, last night when I was sitting in my bed, I was Googling, why am I so fucking tired? Because I'm like, well, obviously, I have, like, narcolepsy or something. There's obviously something medically wrong with me because there's no (laughs) reason for me to be this tired. I'm on my antidepressants. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. How's your thyroid? I don't fucking know. 
I haven't been, t- I have not been to a doctor since whenever my last infertility thing was. I don't know. Maybe you can get your thyroid checked or something like that to see if it's wrong. Are you tired when you're home too? I'm always tired. Whether I'm well rested, whether I get 14 hours of sleep, whether I get five hours of sleep. Cause like, I was like, okay, you're just getting too much sleep. You know how you can get too much yeah, sleep? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I get so I get less sleep and then I'm still tired, or I get more sleep and I'm still tired. And I'm just I'm just fucking tired. Hmm. Well, you're dealing with a lot with your mom, so maybe your brain is just like fucking always running. Yeah. Like, I don't know, for me, trauma is more exhausting than anything else, and that's traumatic. Yeah. I have been really like triggered lately. <laughs> I like how you tried to pretend that wasn't happening. <laughs> you just tried to hide it with your hand. Like, ooh, I'm gonna just brush my beard. <laughs> oh my god. I love you. I love you. I don't know. I'm sorry, you're so tired. It does sound like depression, but because you're on antidepressants, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, well, yeah, that's where my brain went first. I'm like, you're just fucking depressed, bitch. Like, you always been, but... Yeah. I'm taking my medicine. Maybe I'd need to be more medicated. Maybe. I need to jump off a cliff. I mean, I'll jump with you. Let's go. We can hold hands. We can live stream it. I think, too, like, also, it's a really shitty time of year, and we're still on COVID. Like... Yeah. You know, that's all happening as well. And so I think also realizing that we're coming up on our year anniversary of quarantine, that's like, it's a lot of compounding stress. And like, there's chronic stress, and then there's acute stress. And it sounds like right now your chronic stress is so high that you're being easily triggered by basically anything going on. Maybe so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, I'm calling, well, whenever I have time. I'm going to contact my psychiatrist and be like, we need to level up my antidepressants because I talked about killing myself to my husband last night at dinner. (laughs) So it wasn't real. How did that go? (laughs) Yeah, right. With my husband of all people. Um, You know, he was like, okay, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But he also sees how tired I am. And I also am having a lot of trouble sleeping. So this is – yeah, but I was sleeping so well like a month ago for like the last two years. And now my bad sleeping habits are coming back. My anxiety is coming back. Yeah. Um, I talked to my nurse about my water weight, you know, because I gained so much weight with each transfer, but I always drop it. Yeah. And sh- I was like, my face is really swollen. My hands are really swollen. My feet, you know, my rings aren't fitting me. And my shoes aren't fitting me. I'm wearing a size larger shoe. My double chin has now four other friends. Um, but my belly. really just looking at mine. My belly is still big from the transfer. And she was like, that's because your adrenals are freaking out. What even is an adrenal? Mm. Ooh, let's do a little. Let's do a little. Well, I should Google do my search. So, like, you can take adrenal supplements, but basically adrenals control your fight or flight if I'm going to bullshit my way through this until I can pull up the <laughs> screen. I honestly would rather you just bullshit. Like, I don't even want real information. 
<laughs> okay, so adrenal glands are also known as saparin. I'm not going to do this. Saper. <laughs> Fuck, man. No, I'm too high for this already. Um, they are small, triangular shaped glands located at the top of both of your kidneys. Adrenal glands produce hormones that help regulate your metabolism, immune system, blood pressure, and response to stress and other essential functions. John Hopkins medicine. Adrenal mm-hmm. glands are composed of two parts the cortex and the medulla. I don't think we care about that. I don't either. Just tell me what they do. Yeah. So they basically are in control of cortisol. And they control aldosterone. Fuck. Anyone with like an empty DHEA, androgenic steroids, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I'm going to double down on my wanting you to just bullshit through this. So you can get like Addison's disease, which is a adrenal insufficiency. It's a rare disorder, but you can also get hypothalamus or pituitary insufficiencies, which are secondary adrenal insufficiency. But I don't know, man. I don't know anything about the human body besides my pussy at this point. Um, but my adrenal glands are, this is what I had issues with before. With It's probably that I have elevated cortisol again. Um, which happened three years ago, and that's when I was having, like, debilitating panic attacks. It's so weird. I had a dream about having a panic attack again the other night. And my panic attacks are really different than most, and I essentially thought I was having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Um, or I was having a stroke because my vision is very impaired by my panic attacks. Um, that's crazy. I had them in front of a whole group of, oh my God, I found, I fell down a glass staircase at, fuck, what's that place? It's a, the headquarters of this manufacturer. It was for this product sustainability roundtable group that I was managing. And I was like, Hey, I got to go. And they had all glass staircase and I fell all the way down the all glass staircase and my makeup was just spread Cause it like did a loop, you know, so it came yeah. down and then changed directions. And I just went and hid in the bathroom for a while and I couldn't walk like anything. Um, Damn. I got to the airport from a strange man. A strange man gave me a ride to the airport that I didn't know. Got to the airport, like just like struggled through it, got home, drove myself home. <laughs> but I was feeling better once I got on the flight and fell asleep. Mm-hmm. But it, this it's a recipe of like little sleep work triggers personal life triggers like stressors i should say not triggers and then all of that compounds into this like overflow of stress where my autonomic nervous system is like what the actual fuck and i get yeah. into fight or flight and then that's when i start to get like adrenal issues and i put on weight fast in my midsection and then i can also drop it really fast if i calm the fuck down um so I'm not calming down, obviously, but I'm trying. I'm, like, working out and trying to eat better, though I did just eat a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. It's right actually now. spicy. Like, I like it. It's more that spicy than any other. That so fucking good right now. I have not been controlling what I eat. I've been eating, like, a fucking pig. It's disgusting, but it's also very delicious. Mmm. Mmm. Well, treat yourself every fucking day i've been eating daily harvest like a fucking coin and i am just constantly shitting is basically (laughs) 
Like, I took metformin. I'm taking metformin again on top of this because I think I'm having blood sugar regulation issues ever since I went off of it. And um, mm-hmm. today I'm on a call, and it was two hours straight. So it was, like, one client right into another client. And I, you know when you have the metformin, like, gurgle? Oh, my God, yeah. And you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. So that was at, like, the 15 till the end of the hour. And I was like, okay, 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 I can do this, I can do this. And then it kept doing it, like, really loud. And she kept wanting to talk, and I was like, gotta go, have another call. And just yep. sprint. Yep. And it was like, <laughs> It's not a normal I got no. shit situation. No. This is a, like, like code red. This is code like the reddest of red. Brown. <laughs> It's like, this is not optional. It's coming out one way or another. And the more you fight it, the worse it's going to be. Yeah. Oh, my God. So many raw butthole moments. So that's basically what's happening, and I'm eating a lot of fiber. But I've I've, I've gotten some good tips. Like hacks. I remembered my old hacks of losing weight. And so, and not, not starving myself. I'm not I was about to say in high school, mine were, um, starving myself and, um, that's pretty much the one that works (laughs) for me. No, sorry to anybody that has an eating disorder. I'm not trying to be a dick. Uh, I had one too. So I think we, I think basically every woman has an eating disorder because we are constantly under the magnifying glass oh of God, this yes. bullshit of a patriarchy that's just distracting us with the way we look so that we aren't trying to actually compete with them in jobs. Move aside. Oh, girl. Do you, uh, you want to tell us about your little email exchange today? Oh, my God. I don't know if I should. Like, I don't know what's happening. And I'm also high. But here. I know, I'm watching it happen. And it's I know. glorious. <laughs> I feel ha, like ha, I chose ha, the wrong substance for today. Uh, it's It's been very therapeutic, and I'm a total lightweight, and I will most likely pass out right after this because of it. Um, Good for you. So I had my what-the-fuck appointment with my doctor. Mm-hmm. Comes out the so gate. So what the fuck? Comes out the gate super defensive. He did? He doesn't oh, yeah, say, he was supposed he to answer your questions. He had that in, like... I don't know. Maybe start off with, I'm so sorry this didn't work. I'm sorry you experienced a biochemical pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Like, nope. He was like, well, I got your list of questions, so I guess I'll start answering them right now. And he was totally oh. offended that I challenged him. And Lee was like, your questions were really challenging. And I was like, this, I can't be the most challenging client he's ever had or patient. And also like, by just asking you basic questions about protocols, that's somehow like I think I'm just a dick shriveler in general. I don't but. know though, because I I would love for if anybody listening is also a dick shriveler, I'd love to hear about it. But like, I just feel like if I'm going to inject myself multiple times daily with a hormone or hormones that are going to make me act more irrational or dramatic or emotional than I already normally am. And I'm going to let somebody dig in my pussy multiple times a month. And I'm going to miss work and I'm going to go through the emotional fucking trauma that is 
this whole oh, process. Yeah. I think I should be able to ask some questions and I think I should be able to do it without worrying about bruising your little doctor Look ego. An ego. And then you firing me as a patient because I bruised your ego. But do you so think he really fired you or was she just trying to be helpful? Well, I got a fucking email response back. I mean, that wasn't a helpful email. That was no. not helpful. Well, yeah. That that put me in a spiral of sobbing and I hopped on another call and was presenting and they were like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, my allergies are acting up. I always blame <laughs> allergies when I'm crying. That sure. is like the best excuse, by the way. Sure. Like always blame allergies if you're upset. Um, but so, yeah, he he got offended. I know I'm challenging, but also – I understand the God complex that these doctors have and that they don't collaborate in working groups. And so thus there's this like group think of like whatever the doctor says. And then the IVF and FET nurses are like, yes, because they can't challenge him either. And they want to have their jobs. So essentially what I'm trying to do is just be like, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? What about this? And honestly, when I have clients that do that to me, I am like, oh, yes, you're on my level. Like, let's talk about this. Let's be a mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to be a team. They want to be mm-hmm. praised. And that's the thing that I think I misunderstood is that, like, they don't want to be a team. They don't want to partner with you in this. They want to control your body and you are just a host to them. And the emotional ramifications of what they put you through is not of value to them. They don't give a yeah. fuck how you feel. And they're not trauma-informed. And that's really disappointing. So then this happens, and basically he keeps blaming my embryos, calling them a bad batch of embryos. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circle back to what my embryos are. So I had an egg retrieval back in June. They retrieved 16 eggs, 15 were mature, 14 fertilized, 12 day five embryos. That is fucking insane. You usually don't have that level of turnover, so thus it's not egg quality and sperm quality because we made decent embryos. Then yeah. I had them PGS tested. Okay, I'm going to look this up so I can say this right because everyone's like, why didn't you do PGTA? And I was like, you don't do PGTA if you don't have specific, like the results of specific tests. So here, what does PGS stand for? It's pre-implantation genetic screening. So basically, when you get it PGS tested, you are screening to make sure they're chromosomally normal. Right. So of all my 12 day five embryos, I had seven chromosomally normal embryos. Right. Now, pause there real quick. You could be thinking, what if Kaylee has a genetic disease that isn't seen in how chromosomes are mapped out or her chromosome, like it wouldn't be in a chromosomal abnormality, right? It could be a mutation within your genes. Um, Okay, great. Good question. I had a full genetic panel done on my husband and I. Mm -hmm. The only recessive gene I carry is cystic fibrosis and Lee doesn't carry it. Thus, I would not pursue mutation-specific screening right? Because there's no point. And they have to customize the probe to actually pull out that gene associated with the mutation you're talking about. Then there's like PGTA. There's like all these different tiers. I also had our chromosomes mapped, which is called karyotyping. So karyotyping is looking to see how your chromosomes are laid out. And this can lead to a diagnosis such as like translocation. And like, Mm -hmm. that's when they're opposite. And so when the enzyme, I believe, is trying to read that DNA, it's taking a while. It takes a little bit longer because it's reading the book from end to start instead of start to end because everything's flipped. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not how you do it. Unless you're Japanese. 
And then it's still the right way. Right? I don't know. No, they they read from right to left. They don't read from back to front. But they read the opposite direction. Right? And Arabic? Actually, am I, think am I right. really high? I think you are, but I also think you're right. You've used the word thus a lot in this conversation. Thus. And um it makes you sound Ergo. really smart. Yeah. Hence. Therefore. Henceforth. Um your girl gets sassy when she's stoned. <laughs> no. So so then I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I have no genetic mutations, my chromosomes are normal, and I got my embryos pre-implantation genetic screening, which screen to make sure their chromosomes are normal. Bam! Then they grade your embryos. So they grade your embryos from one through six. That one through six is the stage of development. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know the remaining. I could bullshit it, but that would not be doing it. I don't know why you keep doing this the right way. We are doing this podcast so okay. you can bullshit. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So then, then there are two letters. It can be mm-hmm. AA, BA. Yes. It's a combination of all of those. Yes. That's looking at, like, I think the number of divisions that I believe so. That embryo has right. had yeah. in the quality of that. Or something like that. Yes. So mine are five. I remember reading all this about it. All about this. It's just been a minute. All this about it. All, all this, this about, about it. it. I am all this about it. I'm all this about it as well. <laughs> um, yes. So mine are five, which means they're right before hatching or hatching. BB. They're not BB. AA. But also, my lab is the most stringent grading lab, and they've never had an AA before. So basically take it as Ivy so they're League fucking judgy eggs. fucks. Yeah. Ivy League. Judgy curriculum. motherfuckers. And I've got five BB. I've got now five of them. Chunk was a six BA. Um, so she was already fully hatched. Okay, okay, okay. So now we're going back to his feedback. I'm surprised I'm able to keep this You're high doing this high. Amazing. <laughs> Such a great job. <laughs> You're so good at this. <sighs> okay. I wish everyone could see you. Take we should we need to be on YouTube. This needs to be a live fucking feed. Dude, we can add that to our squad. We need thing. to do it. Okay, I'll figure it out. We're too beautiful <laughs> individuals with great facial expressions everybody needs to fucking see it i don't want any of my clients finding it everyone raise your hand if you want to see our faces while we talk we can't okay. see you raise your hand before i that forget doesn't this matter. oh yeah you go ahead go. we're gonna go she's swinging I'm her swinging fucking my pin around in the air <laughs> okay so then he's like i think that this isn't a bad batch of embryos and i'm like hold up is he talking about all of them? When he mm-hmm. says batch? Mm-hmm. He suggested a second egg retrieval because these might just be a bad batch. And I said, okay, 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 okay. If this is a bad batch of embryos, wouldn't that have come up in my genetic testing that would have like led to the Punnett square that would show the probability of these having some genetic mutation that's not great? Did he expect to say this is a bad batch of embryos without any questioning? Being challenged? I think so. And then he and then he provides the secondary retrieval, which just puts another $18,000 in his back pocket. I mean, hello. So, like, wait, hold on a second. This is a conflict of interest. Like, you're just going to tell me that the f- 
all seven of my embryos were just shit, despite the fact that they matured appropriately, that they passed all the testing that they needed to and made it to day five. Yeah, like, no, we're going to need a little more explanation. Yeah. And he was like, sometimes it can just be a bad batch and like you just can't figure it out. And I was like, okay, wait a second. So this isn't just, a batch of cookies. No. They weren't burned in the oven. No. Also, you you don't want to pursue any other testing of my lining, something that can be tested for, something that can be controlled. You want to then just say, nah, let's throw in the towel on this bad batch of fucking embryos, despite the fact that you can't have that founded in any science, whereas with my uterus, you can actually do scientific no. tests to derive no, some sort no. of conclusion. Yeah, no, sorry. I'm not going to cough out another... 20 grand and I'm not going to throw away these fertilized embryos no. that I care about because I because I'm a fucking human. Yep. The I'm not thing I have to a child. I'm not going to throw all this shit away and start fresh without no. a whole ass explanation. Like I with need, an annotated bibliography I need, attached. I need it to be like 300 pages long. I want mm-hmm. references, I mm-hmm. want links. That mm-hmm. shit better be Bound in leather. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm. I want it to be peer reviewed too. Yes. I want everyone. I want everyone in your clinic to review it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so he's saying all this shit, and I was like, I said, I started shaking my head. He goes, Why are you shaking your head? And I was like, Because I'm fucking Cause furious. Fuck you. And I said that I was like, I'm fucking furious. This this makes absolutely no sense to me. And instead of taking the time to explain how it could be, you're just waving around like your doctor dick saying, just listen to me. And I'm I'm not here for it, man. And I understand that I might be in this package, just like this poly pocket package that looks super sweet and nice. My appearance is very misleading. I am not nice. Never looked at you and thought poly pocket. God, everyone calls me a poly pocket. Are you or fucking serious? Fun sized. Yeah. Yeah, people just don't know me. Um, so anyways, that really pissed me off. And he was like, so you're fucking furious? And I was like, did I stutter? Obviously. Huh. I didn't say Obviously. that. I was just like, so what's your recommendation? And he was like, well, I already told you. And I was like, I looked over at Lee and I was like, did you hear it? And Lee was like, no. And I was like, we both somehow missed it. So do you mind walking us through it for a second time? Thank you. Yeah, sorry if we're inconveniencing you in your time. I also said I think you should know a secondary retrieval is not in the cards. That is not happening. So your solution cannot be a second retrieval. We either quit or you stuff me like a turkey with the remaining embryos. And then when I hit five and they all don't work, I'm out. Yeah, like it's been two. Yeah. It's been two embryos. And you you're, just want me to discard the other five? It's a bad batch. And then, oh, oh, I don't, I don't this, know the statistics. He but doesn't like, even, he doesn't even want a PGS test the re- new retrieval ones, and he wanted to do a, a day three fresh transfer. I was like, wait, if they're bad embryos, why would you want to just like blindly go in? How does yeah. that make any more sense? Yeah, it seems like you'd want to like further test them, but waste everybody's or, time and money. Totally. And I was like, that makes no fucking sense. And he was like, well, it's complicated, but your body might not like like this, these hormones and all this stuff. All of a sudden I'm sounding like Trump because he is literally like Trump. I was just thinking it and I wasn't going (laughs) to say it. I was going to keep my mouth shut because you're already worked up. But yeah, 
You're uh, even doing the thing. I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, sorry, Nixie. Look, look at Nixie in her cone. Wait, come here. She's such a sad little girl. Look. Oh, that noise is her hitting the cone with her. Look at the her. microphone with the She's cone. She's like, "Mommy, I love you." Oh my God, you're high. Yeah, I am. Uh, I love it. It's my favorite. So, so then. Yeah, so then he like suggests that. Okay, yeah. so he's like, I think you should get a second opinion, and I was like, okay, uh, how exactly do I go about doing that? You know, I uh, I fuck fuck that guy, but like, hearing what he's suggesting, I'm in the same boat. I think you should get a second opinion because he, I I just have no faith in him as of this moment. Like he's being a fucking cocksucker, and yeah. So then. My nurse calls me. She's my IVF nurse. The reason why she calls me is because he thought I was going to be down for a second retrieval. Where did he get that idea? I don't fucking know. But was it from your my FET nurse didn't email me? Full reaction. Because you have two nurses when you're doing IVF. You have your IVF nurse, which is there for retrieval and all the pre FET stuff, and then you transfer over to a FET nurse. And so he had her on, and I was like, okay, whatever. So she calls me, and she's like. Yeah, you don't want to disregard these other five. And she was like, honey, you need to take a break. Like, it sounds like you're dealing with a lot. I also got in a hit and run this weekend. Oh, so fuck. that's been really intense. Yeah, dude. Um, the guy, like, that's a whole other story. Okay. For another time. Okay. Or, or later. Sure. Um, and so she was like, yeah, just take a break. And so I call CCRM because he recommended I go see Schoolcraft. Schoolcraft is the president of CCRM. He started CCRM. He's like the, he's like the father of modern IVF. Um, and so I was like, okay, fine, I'll call. And so I call and they say, well, in order, he doesn't do second opinions, but if you want to be a patient of his, we can get you in. So I was like, okay, well, I might as well try to get a spot now. Sure. Um, so I plan it for April 1st <laughs> and um, I then email my nurse asking like, hey, in order for me to get a second opinion from who he recommended I get a second opinion from, I actually have to become a patient. What are the implications of me becoming a patient at CCRM to my relationship with conceptions? Like, mm-hmm. will there be something? I want to make sure I have a lot of clarity on this so that I don't yeah. fuck up, you know? Yeah. yeah. And she emails me back this Motherfucking email. Hold on. It doesn't even recognize my face when I'm this high. Okay. I mostly think the second opinion was to reassure you that Beep is confident in his assessment that embryo quality has been a factor. He'd wanted you to speak with a reputable physician with an excellent lab to talk through changes in protocol that might yield a different outcome. Reproductive whatever assistance is is such an art science that each provider has their own experiences and prejudices about what works best in every type of cycle you've told us you've lost faith in his recommendations and your care so it makes sense to go see another provider who else are you looking into i used to work at shady grove and have names dot 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 and there's a lot of exclamation points in all of this and i was like wait a second just because i ask you challenging questions doesn't mean I don't trust you. You know what I mean? Like, that's not how I work. And that's, I ask questions to everyone. I ask myself questions. 
I question myself and my. So hold on, well, I need to get my should glasses. Be, it should be a conversation. It shouldn't be him Command. just commanding you. Yeah, yeah, like this is my body and my health care, and I'm gonna be involved in it, whether you like it or not, sir. Dude, for my insurance isn't covering it. Yeah. I'm literally yeah. giving you money that I oh. worked my ass oh. off for. So get this. I was like, I'm approaching 50K and how much I've spent on this, and I oh, still don't fuck. have an answer. And he goes, actually, according to my records, you've spent $41,000. I was like, do those records count interlipids and all the fucking medication I've taken? Because I've definitely spent at least six grand on meds. Hello. Fucking eat a dick, motherfucker. Stop splitting Hello. And then I say all that, and I still have unexplained infertility. He goes, and I still- no, 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 no. And I still think $41,000 is technically approaching 50000 I think yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be like a Round sound up, statement. Yeah. I think that's how numbers work. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. There would be thresholds, right? It'd be like twenty five grand or less. Twenty, You know, whatever. Anyways, so then he, he's like, no, no, no. You don't have unexplained infertility. And I was like, really? What's unexplained infertility? And he goes, when a woman ovulates on her own, has healthy cycles, has good eggs and good sperm. And I was like, how exactly do I deviate from that definition? Hello. And he was like, well, this isn't productive, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this isn't productive? You know it's going to be productive? You know, it's not productive because you're not open to a conversation. This is – it's it's on you, sir. Yeah. Yep, you're so right. He was not open to a conversation. He just sits back in his doctor chair and is like, and I'm like, oh my God, you you suck as a human being. You are dealing with the most vulnerable group of fucking people that are so goddamn damaged. And you're just going to cast aside and dismiss everything I've gone through and then just command at me without me challenging you when I'm paying a premium for your service? Sir, I get to audit your services. And if that's a problem and you have a problem with that, then you ain't good at your job, motherfucker. You do it. No. Go get into another type of medicine. Because you know what? All those motherfuckers are making... Your shit tons of money. The difference is this money's coming out of my pocket. The other one's coming out of my insurance's pocket. Yep. And this one is fucking personal and emotional and mm-hmm. hormonal. And it affects not damaging. just me. It's so yeah, it's so damaging. It's traumatizing. Go get into a different form of medicine where you don't have to have feelings. Yeah, go be a fucking brain surgeon. Yeah. Get out of people's pussies. Get into their heads. I said it. You All right, did. so here's my response. All right, I'm ready. Mm. This chocolate milk's really getting me a burpee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so I feel like there was a miscommunication. I never said I lost faith in his recommendations on my care. Those words were never shared. I sent a list of questions when I realized I was having a biochemical pregnancy because I research when I'm anxious as well as when I'm upset. I was emotional during our call but i don't think that's out of the ordinary i am never going to apologize for my emotions and you shouldn't ever especially surrounded around this yeah so i said am i correct in assuming that dr bush would like me to move to another clinic i wasn't looking into other clinics i never mentioned leaving so now i'm quite confused yeah straight up yeah yeah she did hold on hard to go no 
I didn't mean to offend you either. I promise. I think Bush just feels like you need another perspective. It's not a bad thing. He's not forcing you to another clinic. Just wants you to hear what other, what another reputable center has to say about your long, long journey. And here's the thing. If he wants that, why don't you pursue it? Why don't you pursue having a peer review of your work? Like, why is it that I'm having to go out there and pay $600 for you to have a mm-hmm. gut check? Yeah. Like that, I that's like, weird to me. Yeah. I feel like something like that, like, should be, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like that's something they should pursue. It should You shouldn't have to come out of pocket and do all this stuff. I don't know. I feel like if you were interested in leaving them, if you were saying, I'm going to leave this clinic, then yeah, it should be your problem. But I feel like when this guy is just trying to show that, you know, he does know what he's talking about and he is the expert and his opinions or whatever are valid. Like, yeah. Okay. Bring you bring somebody in to talk to me. Yeah. Also here's the thing. And this is what I said to him during our call. You are my second opinion at this clinic. I was with Dr. Bush or Dr. Green previously. Yeah. And I have then transferred inherently. You are my second opinion. Technically. And technically actually you're my third opinion. Mm hmm. So then he, like, starts splitting hairs with me about how many REs I've seen. I said, I don't want to go to a fifth RE. And he was like, well, who's the other REs that you've been to? And I was like, Dr. Gustafson, Dr. Green, Dr. Austin. He was like, well, Dr. Austin actually works in a reproductive endocrinologist's office, but he's just an OBGYN. So technically this – and I was just like, oh, my God, you're that guy in high school that, like, you say no Mm -hmm. to about a date and he's still trying Mm -hmm. to find his way to, like, still – get you to say yes to this date you know it's like these are the doctors i've spoken to with regards to my infertility yeah regardless what they are eat a dick Corey's getting so mad at nix she's getting all of her noisiest fucking toys and bringing them right next to me she's She's i think she has Yeah, she has so much energy. She's just been laying around in her cone, and she's just miserable. Losing her mind. She is. She really is. She needs a vape. (laughs) You'll chill right the fuck out. Anyways, so that's what's been going on this week. So I cried really hard. I texted a lot of friends, and I was like, hey, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, I got, I was shooketh. I was like, yeah. And then I started crying. And then I got a really sweet message from Trina, who was like, I don't know if you need to hear this, but this this is not your fault. Like, you're not at fault for this. Yeah. And this is their fault. And, like, I just started sobbing, and then I hopped on a call and was like, my allergies. <laughs> and, yeah, we got- said that to you. I, I think my brain always, like, just accepts that as fact. And I'm like, she fucking knows. Like, yeah, I'm glad we, you know. It was weird hearing it because then I realized that I was thinking it was my fault. Yeah. But my pride doesn't let me think it's my fault. <laughs> so, like, she kind of brought it to my conscious mind. But, yeah. yeah. And then we got to hit a run this weekend. Okay. What the fuck happened? I am talking so much for being high. You I are? don't think I've ever talked this much while I was high. I never I've do. I shut weed up. I usually what? fall asleep. I've been smoking weed for 17 years. You're such an adult. I'm so old. The fact that I can say 17 years and it's like mean something. Oh my God. We were talking about (sighs) MySpace at work today. And I just like, I was like, I was not ready to be called old today. I 
got a lot of other stuff going on. I wasn't prepared to work, to to think about my age. No, and the I'm fact nerd. That, I still think I'm really cool, and like I think I'm cool too. But like <laughs> then, I, like then I like really start thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool, but I'm like, but what if I'm like that adult that like always thinks, thinks they're, they're cool. cool and like you know yeah or whatever that and, guy yeah that one. I think you're cool when you like know who you are and you fully embrace that and that's what's cool and so thus you are cool and I use thus for like the twelfth time. Yeah, I should. I wish I would have been on a thus counter, a thus drinking game. Anytime I'm high and then when I'm really drunk, I say hence a lot. Do you? Oh my god, yeah. It's oh, my sister always points it out. Drop it. She's like, "There's Kaylee again saying hence." Um. So, yeah, we're driving to go pick out Persian rugs in Boulder for our new That's space. That's so exciting. La, la, la. Uh, flooring gets put in next week, painting, trim, all that. And then the following week is the cabinet. I am so excited for you. Pew, pew, um, pew, 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 pew. I actually, so Corey and I have been putting off and putting off buying a house. Um, and we were talking about doing it next year because... Uh, we've been doing this like debt thing and like, you know, trying to get ourselves out of debt. And by that time we'll be in a, like a really good place, like a really good place where we can actually like enjoy our income. Um, and so I think I've been watching you do all this and everything. And I think we're going to build a house instead of buy a house. I think we're just gonna pick some shit out and okay. glue it together. Low key. Yeah. Build a container home. Any more room than that? No, 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 I no, want, no, no, I no, want no, one no, no, so no, no, bad, no. but it's a palace. You're a palace. You can build a palace of containers. So Lee and I—that's what we want to do when we buy land—is we want to build our dream home out of containers. She's slowly sinking into her chair. Yeah, and you make it. I was going to say you're making the cutest eyes at me right now, but then that sounded very like sexual. Yeah. <laughs> or was I looking yeah. at you actually? Yeah. What yeah. are you doing? What are you wearing? Flannel <laughs> and a Rolling Stones shirt. <laughs> God damn it. Nothing. Flannel. Uh, flannel. You're wearing our sweatshirt. I am wearing our sweatshirt. It's my favorite sweatshirt. Oh my God. I got an Essie order today. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? I think I have an extra bow scrunchie around here somewhere. I made a lot of extras. Um, okay, hit and run. And then I'm okay. done talking and it's all you because I cannot I have nothing stand to tell it. you, so I'm glad you're filling this in because I literally have no updates. Okay, so Ranley's Forerunner. It's got a little lift to it. Yeah. That comes into play later. And we're driving down 9th in Longmont, which is a residential throughway. So it's 35 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. And it's two lanes. It goes down to one, and it's a long way to get to another three-way. But it's like really chill. You drive through the historic part of town. It's cute. So we're driving. Kai was standing on the center console, and all of a sudden, we get rammed by someone going sixty-five miles an hour. Oh, we were going fuck. thirty-five, and obliterates the back end of Lee's truck. I guess so. <clears throat> Kiowa flies into the dashboard. Oh no, is she okay? I like mom armed her mom armed her, which yeah. like, like fucked up my arm a little bit, but um she's fine. She was just really, really scared and shaking and well, claws yeah. fully um yeah. detracted. 
Sure. Why does that sound so weird? Detract. Cloud. Cloud. Netflix. Retract. Detract, right? Netflix. Oh my god, Netflix had me for like a solid. I know it does. That's why I'm saying it. (laughs) That's how Corey laughs now. (laughs) What if it was? Just. Oh, I can't even. (laughs) How'd you make this squeak? There it is. Okay. Wow, she like crushes it. She really knows where that squeaker is in it. Yeah. Okay, so he hits us, and as I turn around, like Lee's like pulling over the side of the road, puts his four way flashers yeah, on, doing the thing, the right thing. This guy's in yeah. a Lincoln Town car, fucking flips a U turn into all these alleys, motherfucker, speeding off. So this Dodge, that's like, it, it's a Dodge version of a Grand Jeep Cherokee. Okay, you know, so it's sure. a, it's an SUV, yeah, mid size SUV. Um, it's chasing this guy, and I look at Lee and I go, dude, he he's taken off. And so Lee flips a U-turn and I'm like, go down that street. So we'll catch up with him. He's going the wrong way down one ways, like just all the shit. And the Dodge is on his I mean, he had to like be holding some drugs or like on something like. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. So we chase him to the point where we get his. I am getting so many calls today. Who do you think this is? Your sister. Thank you for choosing Marriott Hotels. We would like to inform you that thanks to the Friends and Family Rewards Program, you're strong. So, um, I get like 20 Marriott calls a day. I want a class action lawsuit against fucking Marriott. So then, then, oh, yep, I remember. So I get a picture of his license plate. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we got this motherfucker. And he's on the phone with the cops. And he starts driving like 80 miles an hour down like like uh, apartment alleys where like kids could very well like. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. And like right by a church that was just letting out like their socially distant service and stuff. And so I was like, no more chasing him. We're pulling over. So we pull over, call the cops. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, this guy knew these streets really well. Like he must live nearby because you don't know downtown long like downtown long one isn't something you can speed through yeah this is all these historic homes that are hodgepodge together you know um so the bumper's fully ripped off and the back door is fucked the guy went under the car but it's still ripped apart and he hit the chassis of the truck so the full chassis is exposed and the cop comes and lee has a lot of trauma with cops so that was hard and the guy's like, okay, well, give me these, whatever, whatever. So anyways, the guy ends up, the Dodge ends up losing him too. And the guy ends up pulling into his apartment complex parking spot like this. There's a street here mm-hmm. and then takes off his back license plate, forgetting that he has a front license plate. So he flees the scene, then takes off his license plate, goes into the house. Turns out he's a 27-year-old that had his license revoked, and he stole his mom's car and claims he fell asleep at the wheel at noon, and that's why he depressed the gas pedal so steeply and rammed us. He's uninsured. Wow. So then, like, Lee was rattled. Like, it's been a whole thing, like our insurance doing a claim, and then figuring out we have uninsured stuff and then their insurance is basically saying well he's not covered 
um, and we're not going to cover it because he's not on the insurance. Well, he's obviously a dependent and lives yeah. under his mother's roof, and that's his only mode of transportation. So it'd yeah. be it's negligence on that end, and we'll see you in court. So we have threatened to take them to court, but our car will be fixed through our insurance, and then they'll seek restitution from his insurance company, and then we will seek a settlement outside of that. So and it's not Damn, taxable, dude. Yeah. Lee's taking care of it. I'm not doing shit. I was a good boy. He is. He's actually, it's really funny. He, he'd probably be as, he'd be a great, like, um, brief lawyer, you know, like writing the mm-hmm. brief and I'd be the good arguer because I love arguing. Like, we'd make a good lawyer team. I think that's I called a law lawyer. team, not a I wanted to be team. a lawyer when I was younger. So did I. No way. I was going to go to law now. school. I know. Got a podcast. No, I was going to go to law school and studied for the LSAT and all that. And then um, realized how expensive law school was. So I got my master's in climate science instead. I just wanted to argue with people for a living. Did I tell you that? Do you know who? Um, oh, my gosh. Field of Dreams actor is his name. I got nothing. My brain's too high. I know, I see it. I can visibly see you're high right now. Yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. Uh, Kevin Costner! Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I served Kevin Costner at my old hotel all the time. Yeah. And I was talking to him about, he was like, well, what do you, I was like, yeah, I'm paying off student loan debt and like the job market isn't great right now, so I'm serving tables. And he was like, well, what are you between? And I was like, well, I think I want to go into atmospheric sciences and climate science, or I want to go into like environmental justice law. And he looked at me and he goes, well, you can't change the weather. And I was like, that's super profound. I was about to say, did you just start crying right there? Thank you, Mr. Coster. Yeah. And then I did the exact opposite. Because I was like, I don't know, law... I like there being multiple solutions or multiple problems embedded in one. And I feel like, I don't know why I want to use this word, but I feel like practicing law can be very myopic. Is that the right word? Oh, I, I don't even know. I'm, uh, I'm imagining that interaction with the reaction, you know, in New Girl when she meets Prince and she just starts sobbing. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And Nick just starts screaming. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love New Girl so much. Myopic adjective is nearsighted. Lacking imagination, foresight, or intellectual insight. I don't take back what I said, but I do think it can be limited. Like, it's limiting. Sure. And that's what I meant. Um, You're getting lower and lower as you get higher and higher. She's so high. Hi with Corey. She's so lovely. I want to make this my ringtone. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so funny. I don't have Um, anything to say. You don't like what's going on, dude. Do you have do you have any so you've postponed IVF, that's not until next year. Next year. So basically if I decide to, next year is the year of money. Is what I'm calling it. Once you're rich, um, bitch. Yeah, right. Um, so next year's the year that we decide to 
pursue building a house or buying a house or whatever we decide. Can it be? Um, can I like vote for Colorado? Where are you going to live, Missouri? In Kansas City. No. For now. Anyway, you hush. No. Are you done? No. (laughs) You're going to live here in Colorado near mom and I. So anyway, next year, I could. I'm done. No, you're not. I'm all tying up. So next year, um, I could possibly, if I decided to quit my job and kind of do what you did and take that time off to really focus on IVF, which, I mean, at this point in time and this job that I have and everything going on, I there's just no way I could add that to my plate. So the thought of that is just amazing by that time my mom will at least be through the majority of her cancer treatment i think so you know i can revisit it or whatever but um other than that there there's nothing like i feel like i'm still just like completely disconnected from the world like i eat sleep and breathe work <clears throat> dude that sucks because you don't even really like what you do i mean you don't mind it, but you're not like Yeah. I like the industry. Yeah, I like the industry that I'm in. I just I think I'm really having this like internal struggle right now. Like my last job as an auditor was perfect for me. Like perfect for me in my brain. It's exactly I'm not gonna say it's my dream job. I'm not gonna go there, but it's a job that I was very, very good at and very interested in getting better at. Now that I'm back doing this part of my job, it's just um, putting out little fires here and there. And it's been a while since I've been in an apartment office. And I'm just remembering how just how there's never a normal day. And like good days are very few and far between, especially when you're at a property that needs a lot of attention and work. And it's just we were making really good progress and I was feeling really good about my decision. And then we had a couple of disasters happen and I just feel very like discouraged right now. Um, I have a really good boss. Like she's really good with like pep talks and like she sent me flowers and she sent me this really mm. cute little planner. Like, like she's obviously oh, that's very, who that was from. Yeah. That's who it ended up being from. Um, she's, she's obviously very like invested in me and really wants to see me succeed. It's just, and and that's, that, that's a lot because that's what I felt like I was lacking in my last job. I just, um, it's making me feel like I'm not as tough as I thought I was, even though I know I'm tougher than a lot of people. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, but it's, it's, it's making me question it a lot like my mental strength and my ability to handle things. It's just, it's, it's definitely testing me and it's making me very tired and it's making me not want to do things and just very disinterested. Like I, I come upstairs and I literally get in bed and put on like new girl or friends or something. I've just watched a hundred times and I just stare and drink and play video games. 
I don't know. I just I feel very unhealthy right now. But well, you're getting I, I a bike say, soon, dude. I was about to say I'm actually so I'm gonna be buying Kaylee's other bike since she decided to upgrade her life to a Peloton. Um, I'm gonna buy her a little mini bike, and I'm actually I've been thinking about it a lot. I'm really excited about it. I have like this whole area just to like set it up and to, like I don't know get up or come home and just like do something. Yeah, it's a great pep in your step. Yeah, like I'm excited especially about taking that. Cody Rigsby's classes. He's my favorite. Well, you can tell me all about that when I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I call it the discount Pelly. Yeah, and I, that's the I, one. I sing, ah, Pelly, ah, Pelly, ah, Pelly, ah, Pelly, oh, oh, before I get on it. So I'm going to be doing that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm just, like, I, I feel like I'm not, like, keeping track of other things. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not in a stable place right now i guess that's okay yeah and i know it'll get better i just uh i'm very uncomfortable i already knew taking this job would be stepping out of my comfort zone um and i i just i'm still dealing with the uncomfortableness of it um yeah trying to get through that part i'm sorry dude that's That's cool it'll it'll get better i mean it has to get better. It has to get better or I'll quit. It's, it's you know, nothing. Yeah, there's a whole about Snapchat group about hating you or something, oh, right? Oh. Yeah, let's go into that. Yeah, listen to this shit. Oh, my so, back's cramping. Hold on. No, you go. Oh, big stretch. Um, so I had to kick somebody out of our apartment complex. Oh, shit. Oh, it's... Uh, I'm not going to say it's normal, but it, it happens. But I had to kick this person out because they decided to start an uncontained fire on our pool deck. Like, they just lit lit some oh. Amazon fires. I told you about that? No. That's oh. terrible, though. Just decided to light some Amazon boxes on fires just sitting on the deck. Um, and so I had to kick him out. Because it wasn't just that. If it was just... I'm not saying he wouldn't have been kicked out, but... He had a whole list of other things that he had done before I got here. Um, and so apparently, I don't know, this maybe Wichita is like a small town or something, but like everybody here knows each other and like hangs out. And so he has like a little group of friends that still live here. And they are all apparently very upset that I kicked him out for almost setting a fire to the entire fucking building. People? They're like our age. They're like. Yeah. yeah adults. Like yeah. Uh, oh, adults. That's ridiculous. 100% adults. This dude's. Yeah. You can't go lighting fires on property you don't own. He's in medical school. He's in medical school? Yeah. He's about to be a doctor. Well, that doesn't mean he's smart. No. He sent me this whole email and um, I mean, I guess if I don't say his name and don't mention specifics, it's probably fine. Hopefully. <laughs> if not, you get um, fired and you get you get money, unemployment. Till next year. You mean the dream. Um yeah. so so his past offenses were um shooting paintballs at the building, like at the out, outside of the building. Um he stole a like marketing prop from the office. And um, he okay, kept, is he like a sociopath? Like that's you would why think he's so. a doctor. Is he like doctor? You would think so. What's that guy? Doctor 
The doctor that killed all those people? Dr. Dick Shrivel? No. The <laughs> guy in know. Texas that killed all those Kevorkian? people? That, no. Well, yeah, Kevorkian is, was... He was the one that put, killed people, like, put, euthanized them. Um, yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. No, it's this other doctor, like, that did, like, brain surgeries on people and wasn't good at it. Oh. Like, have you heard? God, there's a Is whole podcast about it. Is the guy the lobotomies? Because I think the guy who did lobotomies is Dr. Freeman. Free, I think it's Friedman. But yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, so he did that. And then he kept going um, on the rooftop that we have, like, locked and gated and signs and all these things saying, you don't fucking go up here. Yeah. Um, and so he sent me this long email after the whole fire thing happened. And he was like, um, he was like, I'm sorry that I've played a few harmless pranks, blah, blah, blah. Like basically trying to talk me into not kicking him out. And so I sent him this long email back and I was like, okay, I don't consider um, lighting an uncontained fire on my roof, AKA arson. I don't consider um, taking property that doesn't belong to you, AKA theft. I don't consider uh, going up on our rooftop when there's countless signs and, and, barriers in the ways showing that you're not supposed to be up there aka trespassing and i don't consider you shooting paintballs at the side of my building that we have to clean up and we have to do all the special stuff and paint over aka vandalism, vandalism. i don't well, i was hoping i would get that one good job um i was like i don't consider those I'm harmless so pranks impressed. i was like in this last one it's just obviously escalating you just set you essentially set a fire to a building that tons of people live in, people and their children. Yeah, their you're pets. a threat to the safety and yes. well-being of this. And as a medical professional, which that he stressed yes. in his email, like if you're a medical professional, you think you'd have more value for life. First and then of he, all, you're not a professional until you start getting paid medical student. <laughs> so go fuck off. Yeah, right. And then he was like, I, you know, I know that this looks bad on me, but could you please think about my wife and kid? And I was like, frankly, that is your, that is your responsibility. It's not mine. Yeah. Yeah. It's your job. Don't wave your family in front of me. I don't give a fuck. I don't have feelings. It doesn't work for me. No. I don't give a fuck. The only families I care about are the ones that you are putting in harm's way by behaving like a fucking idiot. Exactly. And obviously you aren't learning your lesson, so you'll just keep doing this. You obviously have no value for human safety or life if you're going to set a building on fire. You're one selfish motherfucker. So yeah, so I kicked him out um, for obvious reasons. And then so his friends are mad and apparently one of them told my assistant like, yeah, they they have like a Snapchat group and they tried to get in, I guess they tried to my Instagram's private, so they tried to get into my Instagram and I don't know, take screenshots and talk shit or something. And it's like, oh no, oh my ego. Mm. Hopefully, they don't find our podcast Instagram. They can find my podcast. I don't. I, I literally. The thing is, my There's pictures of your butt on there. Is that okay? I don't care. My literal boss follows all of my Instagram. My boss, my supervisor they all follow and like my posts all the time like i'm i'm sorry i'm I'm not i'm not untouchable but at the same time y'all can't do shit to me yeah also it's really like for me i love when i have haters because it's super flattering 
Because I'm like, you're spending so much time thinking about me. Oh my God. And I think about you never. I am never thinking about you. Yeah. I couldn't care less. You're spending so much energy on that. Yeah. Like when you hear the name Corey, you think of me. When I hear the name Peter, I don't think of you at all. I don't think of a damn thing. I don't. I think of something. I laugh about it, think you're a dumbass, and then I continue on with my day. Yeah, your, your heart starts racing, and you get a little hot and sweaty, and, and you then get you a send messages you about it, mad and you just you go to Snapchat and try to talk shit. Well, I I I mean, you're just adding that to your cool rap sheet of like now you got haters in a whole fucking Snapchat group oh God. focused I, I on do. you. I do. I do. It's fucking flattering. You're basically a celebrity. I oh my God, I'm a celebrity. <laughs> you're a fucking famous person, man. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I think I I do. I, I should probably calm down. I should probably start worrying about my reputation in a city that I have no intention of staying in. Maybe if that city was like somewhere really cool, but Wichita. Yeah, I'm no I'm good. Kansas. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I think I'm gonna live. What's your What's your current um, non fertility related obsession? I actually prepared today. Um, uh, so I, who the fuck am I? Uh, um, so I started journaling at the start of last year and like, I was trying to journal at least I was trying to journal every day and I was trying to just kind of like word vomit and it was really helping my anxiety, but sometimes I didn't know what to talk about and I still do it here and there, but I found this book on TikTok shocker. Um, but it's called burn after writing and it's like a little prompt journal and you like just like flip through and you pick a random page and it'll have like a question. And it's like the first five songs that play when I press shuffle on my media player and like things like that. Or it's like my perfect Saturday night or my dream job or my favorite food. And it's just like things to get you thinking. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know, you set it on fire. I don't think you actually set it on fire. I might set it on fire because you obviously everybody knows. I like to set books. Especially on fire. an uncontained fire on a roof. Yes. That a bunch of people well, live because that's the oh, right thing to do. I'll also just go ahead and mention it was about um six feet to the left of the fire pit that we provide. Ugh, what a small bowl. Oh, you smart boy. Is he the dumbest dumb boy in mm-hmm. the world? Oh my goodness. Um I'm an idiot. But yeah, so that's my, I'm, I just started, I got it a couple of days ago, but I started doodling and writing in it today. And I think it's really cool. That's so awesome. Yeah, that's mine. What's yours? That's really cool. Uh, my vape. <laughs> <laughs> Is that funny? Oh, you're funny. So Lee got this for me for Valentine's day. We went Sweet to boy. the marijuana shop. I love it. Where were we on? The, yeah, so we went to the weed store, and he got me this because I was like, I want it basically twenty five percent CBD or THC, and then seventy five percent CBD. Because my issue <laughs> is like, if I get too high, That's I get a weird. Good mix. Yeah, but this is they only had fifty fifty, so I got fifty fifty, mm. um, which isn't bad. But uh, I got it, and we got really high and went plant shopping. We got edibles. That's the best day ever. Yeah, man, it was awesome. <sighs> I'm very jealous of that day. Um, we went high and went plant shopping and got Popeyes. Oh, no. We went to Waffle House. Nope. We got high, went plant shopping, and then went to Waffle House. That was our Valentine's Day date. Yeah. Okay. Best day ever. 
It was great. Yeah, we had a great time at Waffle House. Wow. And then I came home and took a two and a half hour nap. My dick is so hard right now. (laughs) But um, I have always wanted to cultivate a smoking habit. Like I always had a pack of cigarettes when I was in college, but I like rarely ever smoked them and I never inhaled. It was just like... I, my lungs are really sensitive, but if I only take a few puffs, like small puffs of this, it's fine. And it works out. Um, whatever. So that's my, that and my kitchen stuff. So I ordered all those curtains and curtain rods and I ordered a bunch of random shit on Etsy. So I've been buying, I've been spending a lot of money, but that's fine. That's fine. I'm not worried. It's not going on a credit card. I'm paying for it in cash. So that's what oh, makes me Oh, that's feel even better. better. Yeah. Yeah. I try not to put stuff besides like IVF stuff on a credit card. Good for you. And this has been um, Up Your Credit Score with Corey and Kaylee. <laughs> Manage your money. Duh. But yeah, that's basically like all I've got going on. Um, and yeah. yeah, I get my Peloton on Monday. I'm excited for you. I can't wait to get my discount Peli. Oh, are we gonna get titty tattoos while you're here? Should we get a stick and poke kit? Yes. How do you? How do we do that? I think they have them on Amazon. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. No, it's a thing. Okay, so let's get a kit and like actually do the titty on our middle fingers. Okay, let's fucking do it. Okay, great. Okay, perfect. Um, we have people to email back, and I'm gonna email people back tonight. Well, you're gonna have not. We're going to have interviews. Yay! You're going to hear other people talk besides us. Get excited. (sighs) And if you want to be one of those people who talk, email us. We'll get back to you in four to six business months. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I was laughing through my yard. (laughs) It was so hard. Um, Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Um, We're sorry. We don't have our shit together right now, but... No. We're both in a busy season in our lives and, like, just really at burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. 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 But I get to see you. And then you're going to see me with my tattooed eyebrows because I get them microbladed on Friday. Supremely jealous. Yours look fucking phenomenal right now. I'm about to go walk you Do you do that yourself or do, do you follow, like, a tracer? I do it myself. Well, I don't have skills. That's why I have to pay people to permanently put it on my face. Mm. All right. Well, I love you. I love you. Oh, and I love your nails, by the way. Oh, thank you. They're so great. They're really cute. All right. Bye. Okay, bye.